This episode of the Nordic Surfers Magazine Conversations Podcast is brought to you by Oatly. They are the people that make vegan, plant-based oat drinks that provide maximum nutritional value and minimal environmental impact. They are also the company that is constantly reminding us to think about what we eat and drink and if we want to have a planet to live and surf on in the future. For this particular podcast, they wanted to let you know that if you swap cow's milk for oat drink, you can save 80% on greenhouse gas emissions. They also want you to know that the milk and meat industry are responsible for 14.5% of all greenhouse gas emissions, which is the same as all aeroplanes, boats, cars, motorcycles, and jet skis combined. This is important for our surfers to consider, since most of us can't walk to our local break and because our local break isn't always working. By drinking oat milk, you can at least work towards keeping things balanced. They are also the sponsor of our special guest today, Freddie Meadows, uh, the Swedish surfer, and they surf themselves, which is pretty cool. And they told us that we didn't have to say that last part about them being cool if we didn't really want to, but I felt pretty good about it myself. So big thanks to Oatly for sponsoring this episode of the podcast, and now we will get on with the show with the Swedish surfer, Mr. Freddie Meadows. Enjoy. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Nordic Surfers Magazine Conversations podcast. This is your host, Joshua B. Kirkman, uh, and I have the good pleasure today to be sitting in Skorna with a man that is no stranger to our publication, Freddie Meadows. Thank you for joining me for the... Um, well, actually, I joined you. I came <laughs> to you for this podcast, so thanks for uh, inviting me to record this podcast episode. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. No worries, no worries. Um... We've just uh, enjoyed a beautiful pizza from down the road. What was that place called again? Uh, or Who's Finest. Or Who's Finest. Recommendation for anyone listening right now. Get a pizza from that place. It was incredible. I, I was pretty lucky to catch you here, though, because um, you're about to get the hell out of Scandinavia. So what are you, what are you about to embark on? Well, um, basically, I'm, I'm, I'm going on a, on a little surf trip. I'm going to surf for a month nonstop every day in a place where you know that there's waves every day. Okay. Um, um, so I'm going to Costa Rica. Okay, okay. And I think um, many people who are probably following you on Instagram, they probably say that you're there quite a lot. Um, is this a yearly place? Is this somewhere you tend to go to yearly these days? And Or actually, let's go back. Why Costa Rica in the first place? How did this come into your life as a place? <clears throat> well, um, so... Uh, our f- my family has always re- traveled together for, for Christmas and New Year's and we f- the first kind of 11 years of, of my life anyway uh, we went to India because my father was born there and then yeah he just I think it was because he, he, he started getting a little bit into surfing and mm-hmm. kind of over the crowd w- where we were in Goa and um, uh, yeah and just wanted to see new places you know so we we started going towards uh, Central America. Uh, actually, first we went to Sri Lanka, and then we went to Mexico and uh, the Caribbean and um, and Costa Rica, of course. And then, yeah, tr- kept traveling and realized that the place we visited in Costa Rica, Santa Teresa, was mm-hmm. as good as it gets. Yeah. And just, it really, really... Uh, left like a impact on us mm-hmm. you know so my mother when i was 15 invested there and bought a, a property and yeah and i was able to kind of spend 
four to five to six to eight months a year there. Sometimes. <laughs> it's amazing. For, it's amazing. For, for, for ten years. Yeah, wow. Which was basically, um, I mean, just everything I, I wanted and needed mm. at that time. Mm. Did having um, access <coughs> to, because they're pretty formative years for surfing as well if you're, um, if you're developing um, and maybe pretty rare for a Swede or someone from Sweden to have that amount of surf opportunity in those years. Um, do you feel like they really made a difference for you in kind of getting you to the level that you're at today? Of course. Mm. Uh, I mean, look, up until I was 16 or 17, I was kind of surfing as much as everyone else. You know, mm. Like whenever I could here, whenever yeah. my parents could take me to the surf, I would, if, if they couldn't take me, I'd take the bus. Mm. Um, and then obviously on holidays, because my father surfed, we, we would go to, to places to surf, but mm-hmm. that was it. And then I, you know, from the age of 16, I moved away for a year alone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then after that, Costa Rica. So, I mean, yeah, since, since six, the age of 16, I got to surf uh, a lot. And with really good surfers too. I, mm-hmm. I, had, I had a mixture of, of being able to surf um, alone a lot in Costa Rica or just with like really good friends who were, mm. who were there as well you know it wasn't really that crowded at that time um, but also my, my, my friends in Europe who uh, you know like Marlon Lipke Goni Subisareta um, yeah just to name two <laughs> uh, really really good surfers so I, I got to surf with, with really good surfers so I think that 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 always makes a big difference. Yeah, know? sure. So having the mixture of surfing mm. a- alone mm. or with a couple, so so you're getting a lot of waves. Yeah. And then having, whilst competing, your mentors being these guys yeah. and, and getting to see how they surf. And and to be honest, really seeing how how much you have to improve mm. to even get close to any yeah. of that, you know, because exactly. it hurt. I was very far, far away. <laughs> 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 well, everybody's far away at the beginning. Sure. Um, but let's go back to the beginning because, I mean, that's not quite the, the origin story for you, I guess. You, you were surfing before the Costa Rican years. Sure. Um, so how did you first um, get introduced to surfing? What was your experience? Well, uh, I remember um, my dad, he's a, he's a designs clothes so he has okay. a, a place in he had a, a, a kind of like a factory in Bali that he, he worked together with mm-hmm. so when I was six he took us there oh wow and and we tried surfing me and my brother for once you know yeah and but I don't think I, I really I, I still think I was in the, into building sandcastles yeah and, sure and stuff like that more um, but then when I was maybe 12 uh, we, we he, he we had a holiday and, and he 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 said, so either we go to Spain to go snorkeling mm. or we go visit our friends in Portugal to go surfing. Yeah. And we were like, well, of course we're going to go surfing. So, cool. So we, we went surfing and, 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 and from then onwards, I really started to feel like this was something I wanted to do. And yeah. Then, um, and I started then seeing the, the sea right in front of us here yeah. in a different way. Yeah. Um, and wanted to to kind of start practicing this new thing that I'd learned mm. abroad here. And, uh, yeah, so I, I borrowed a windsurfing board next yeah, door. Yeah, right. And, <laughs> and uh, I mean, it was never used. Yeah, so that's epic. And I never saw the guy, so I borrowed the yeah, So, wait, is that technically borrowing? If you but I put it back. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, 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 
It's yeah. borrowing if you put it back. If you put yeah, it back. sure, sure. Uh, yeah, okay, I, never, good. I didn't take it, put it back. So you borrowed the windsurfer? Yeah, I mean, I could barely drag it. I was so small, <laughs> exactly. it was huge. It was like 15 feet or something. Um, and, and, and kind of borrowed that board the whole summer here. Sweet. We had like little waves out front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I just remember, yeah, kind of surfing every day. For, That's amazing. For as many days as I could, you know, yeah. on little waves. Because, I mean, on this side of the Baltic, oh, yeah, here... There's a lot of little waves quite often, actually. If you had a, if you had the, a 15-foot windsurfer to, to exactly. paddle with, you'd probably get quite a few. Look, if you're, if you're 13 yeah. and, and you just literally, anything, any ripple, like mm. anything that has that breaks that has white water is a wave. Yeah. You know, if, if you have a board that's big enough, that will. Totally. So, so I was out kind of chartering my beach yeah, <laughs> at totally. 13 on, on half a foot waves but, but you, mu- you must have like in that first summer it must have been a summer when you started summer, shooting yeah, sure. so in that first summer like how many days do you remember you were able to surf using this craft in these because I imagine the waves are quite small most of the time exactly so uh, it, that's an interesting question so I remember I would um, my brother and I were playing a lot of tennis at the time yeah and and we came back from the from the tennis uh, club here mm-hmm. in Aarhus and and I remember like it being quite stormy mm. and I remember hearing this like the ocean uh-huh. really loud and back then we lived about 500 meters back in, yeah. t- in town and um, <clears throat> and I remember hearing the the ocean really loudly and I was like Charlie Charlie we have to go down and check it out and and we went down and and just as we got down there the sun was kind of coming out and wow. the, and there was no wind oh wow and uh look I don't know if it was because I, I was so young but still <laughs> to this day I don't feel like I've seen waves that good here yeah you know? sure um and I just remember freaking out getting back on my bikes biking home getting my shorts on yeah get you know um and then coming back down and and taking the windsurfing out and, and not being able to even make a drop sure. because it was like quite steep. Yeah. You know? It was like tubing and glassy and and that was, uh, so, so I had, I had like two experiences like that throughout the summer okay. and, and that really set this, this, this feeling that I've always had mm. from surfing in, in Swedish waters because yeah, I don't sure. know, I just feel it, it's just like as magical yeah. as it was then, you know. That's cool. That's cool. Um, this kind of introduction to the the Swedish waters then at that stage. I mean, how how soon in your surfing development were you on the move? When did you start to, obviously maybe when you could get a driver's license is maybe the very basic response, but when were you beginning to travel long distances around Sweden to find waves and really explore the way that you do? Well, uh, that didn't that, that didn't happen for, for, for a long time. I mean, uh, at that time, you know, it was just out here and, and and you know, kind of the the surf trips we t- we take abroad. Yeah, you sure. Know, th- those were the surf tri- surf trips I do. And then in, in winter, you know, you'd you'd use the two summer wetsuits you had. And, yeah. And put them on, <laughs> and and then snowboarding gloves yeah, exactly. under dishwashing gloves. That's because I didn't know that there were surf shops. You know, like I, d- I had no idea. So you would just kind of do that. Yeah. Um. But when it got when it came to like, uh, starting to scout my area, yeah. I gu- I guess. You know, I took the bus a lot from yeah. the age of maybe sixteen mm. to different areas. Mm. If if my mother, you know, my mother was brilliant. She would always drive me whenever she could. Sure. You know, but uh, sometimes she couldn't, or it was like really early in the morning, and mm. I couldn't expect her to get up at like five. Yeah, sure. So uh, you take the bus to different areas, and 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 that way I started like, okay, you'd get off the bus and have to walk a certain distance yeah, exactly. to that spot, and instead I was like, well, hold on, what if I check down here instead? Yeah, down there and. 
So you started to explore <coughs> around basically from the bus stops. Yeah, kind of. You know, <laughs> it's kind of cool. You know, yeah, a little, little bit, and then. Um, but you know, to to really, really uh, look for for tubing waves. Yeah. That 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 happened a lot later. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, this is a nice segue into the most recent uh, edition of the <coughs> magazine, which I'm now holding in my hand. Um, you you wrote a pretty detailed and very creative uh, piece. Uh, we were talking about how I did the spell check and the grammar on it, and I admitted that I couldn't really change anything about it. So that was, um, was that was really cool. Major and compliment. No, yeah. Well, you write really well. Um, this um, writing, I mean, it is to be continued as well, and the listener will have to stay tuned for more of that. But you, you, you had a pretty good autumn, and you kind of got to. You've been exploring a lot in the last few months, you could say. Sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this plugs into a discussion you and I were having also before about you know what what exactly it is that you do as a surfer and what what exactly happens in the day to day for Freddie Meadows. Um, maybe using these last three to four months as an example like what what is it that you're doing like in this time of this exploration like what what does it really look and feel like well um well put so uh these 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 past three months have definitely been or four months has have definitely been um super intense you know i kind of last year told myself that okay like next autumn for one reason or another i'm gonna Mm give more than I've ever given to, to, to this whole thing. <clears throat> and, um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's been cool because I've, I've, I've been, I've gone from through all seasons, you know, mm. I've gone from the end of summer cause we had obviously an incredibly amazing, but flat summer. Mm. Um, and then suddenly it just went boom, like yeah. the switch just turned on and Everyone did get a tan in Sweden last summer, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd say more than a And tan. some, yeah. And some, yeah. Um, but I mean, so, so what I, what I basically, what I do is, is, is I plan to go to, I mean, it's either super spontaneous, mm-hmm. dependent on the weather. Um, sometimes you can, you can, by looking at it and you can get enough of a detailed idea that, okay, it's going to be a North run, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or um, East run or yeah. South run, you know, yeah. like you can get idea that, okay, for the next four or five days. So. What I then try to do is predict that and then go and either with my car, mm. uh, sleep, sleep in the car and, and, and just, which was kind of more in the September, October time. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to maybe <coughs> do that so much coming into the real winter. Well, no, yeah, no. I mean, no. that stops kind of now-ish. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, uh, unless you're going and you're going to have a five-hour sleep there. Yeah, then sure. you Then you can bust it out in the sure. car, no problem. But you're not spending a week or 10 days or two weeks or... Mm. three weeks like I did yeah um just in the car yeah, living right. out the car every, you know going to different areas and just walking places where where you uh yeah just you know places I've I've wanted to go for mm. so long uh, and and that I just haven't gone because of 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 just it's such a mission mm. you know but uh, but this time I was like there's no excuses this year you know, yeah. I'm gonna go yeah so uh so I, I, di- I did all of those things I went to all the these the places where you could get to via paddling and by feet and you yeah. know, not not maybe the furthest out outer outer islands you know yeah but uh but 
uh, as far as I could get. I mean, there was one island. It took, you know, me because of the t terrain, it took me like six hours to walk a certain area and I still couldn't get to the certain place I wanted to go. No. But I, I got a view of it and it looked incredible. But because of daylight, I had to turn back. Yeah, right. Um, so I turned back and then flash forward uh, two months. It's late, late November. I, I'm putting my ski in the water and there's already ice coming. Like yeah. There's already a thin layer of ice. The ski's breaking the ice, you know, and... I drive 25 kilometers out to sea to this to the place uh, and and it's crazy you know what what took me six hours to to walk took me 10 minutes on the ski That's crazy and I just like at the time it felt so big when I was walking yeah but then with the ski it felt so little yeah and um, so it's been a mixture of basically walking and paddling a serious amount um, uh, driving as usual mm. a serious amount but then also um, you know, something I haven't done for maybe a year and a half, putting the ski in the water for real. Yeah. And just, you know, I think I maybe covered 200 kilometers of coast with my yeah, ski this cool. year, you know, and or this season. And, um, and you know, saw places that I, I, I almost questioned myself at time, times. I was like, why am I even out here looking? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the point? Like, yeah. even if it's absolutely perfect and it's huge out here, like, it's so hard to get here. Yeah. And I'm out there on, like, a, you know, a smallish day and there's still waves and, like, and if it's huge, it's still going to be a nightmare to get out there. But but I've got to ask on this question with the ski in particular, like, yeah. what, like, what actually practically, like, are you, you're not always on your own in some of these circumstances. Are you, are you with a friend? or Because there is like a safety, a real, very real safety element when you're going to be yeah. cruising out to kind of really remote places sure. uh, around the Baltic or whatnot. Um, I'm quite, I, I try to be as prepared as, as possible. Yeah, you know? yeah. And what about like when you find a, a place and you're like, here's a sweet setup, there's a wave breaking, it's rad, let's surf. What do you do with the ski? I anchor it. Okay, you anchor it. So you just like drop in an anchor and yeah. do, you, do you ever have to like swim down and make sure that the anchor's holding and stuff like that or are you kind of pretty good with the with well, getting you, that right usually? You know what? Like before I really started getting good at the anchor, I I, I left the ski running oh. and like and like parked it relatively close. <laughs> but like in, in, in the current. Yeah. So, so if there was any current, it would be drifting away from the brake. Uh-huh. But there wasn't wasn't much current, so yeah. I surfed for like half an hour. Saw that it started to drift, paddle over, right. it, drove so it. So you back. didn't use an anchor. You're just like, I'm just gonna watch this thing. And yeah, then I, I was just like, I guess I was a little nervous to use the anchor. I was yeah. out there alone, and 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 I hadn't like done it. Pro I'd like tested many times, yeah. but I hadn't done it properly. Like in, this was a, a couple of years ago, but yeah. I hadn't done it. You know, in in two meter swell. Yeah, so yeah. So I was just like, fuck. I'm just gonna let the ski just be and, and keep an eye on it you know and I'll, I'll catch it up yeah if, if anything happens and, and 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 that wasn't a preferable thing i, I was too busy worrying about the ski exactly. to surf but but now i've kind of got the anchor thing down and yeah and i have a, a rib boat okay that i pull behind the the ski like on the ski so uh -huh. instead of a rescue sled i have the rib boat uh-huh okay and i have that waterproofed yeah so i have like a survival pack in there with, with really? a big survival suit and cool tent, tent and Okay, so if you get in trouble, you you're kind of cool. Yeah, like I, I could I could as as long as I could get into land anywhere. Yeah. Like, uh, which you typically you typically could because I'm a, I'm assuming, not that I know this, but I'm assuming many of these breaks are off the edge of a bunch of rocks or an island. Yeah. Sure. Like yeah. Uh, I mean, preferably you don't want to be on a on a bunch of rocks. <laughs> exactly. Well, but, uh, ideally not. But beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. Exactly. Well, at least but, it's dry. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah. Often there's islands, and and I'm sure that, 
look, I, I, keep, I carry with me enough supplies for like three days, so yeah. I could usually walk or paddle my way out of it, yeah, okay. hopefully, yeah. you know, and, and get to a point where there's cell phone reception or, yeah. or stuff like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, the thought, the thought hits me quite often that, yeah. that I'm very dependent on my ski. Mm. Like I get it serviced a lot mm. <laughs> because I don't want to leave anything up to chance. They're I take so vulnerable though as a, as a machine with the impeller. Like, mm. like, ha, like my brother had one back in Australia for a few years and um, the amount of times that something got sucked up into that impeller and just kind of clogged it up was usually the tow rope. But um, yeah. that's more our bad. But, um, but they're pretty vulnerable as a, totally. as a machine. Yeah, and then you you kind of just learn learn where to to kill the motor and and whatnot. Mm. I mean, you know, there's a lot of kelp in 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 the Baltic, yeah. so so and, and that that before has caused an issue. Mm. Uh, I mean, but but you know, you just kind of kill the motor, dive under, put your head up in the th- your hand up in the thing, and pull <laughs> it all out, rip it out, and then get back up up on and turn yeah, the ski right. on and hope. That's crazy. But you know, when you're out in the open ocean, there's you're not you're not really dealing with any, nah. any anything like that too much. You know, it's no. you, you just act, you, you're you're pretty good. And if you took, if you look after the ski, they're, they're, I'm really impressed. You know, mm. and I mean, it's taken me to places where, yeah, where I, I have really, 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 really special. You know, kind mm. of where where nature still kind of does its thing mm. on its own, and I felt really lucky to be there. Let's talk about some of these moments then, because what one of the things we were discussing before we started recording was, you know, your your writing is very expressive, um, and uh, very creative, and <coughs> it's um, thank you, Josh. You seem to really get you get a bit deep on your on your spots, <laughs> like you know, like you, you get deep, and uh, that's cool. So, <laughs> what are some of these? Um, you know, like how profound are some of these moments for you out in these kind of islands in the middle of nowhere, usually alone, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, is, is also whenever I share them with people, the people that I share them with, like also appreciate it so much. And, and um, so it, it really adds to it too. So, mm. but when I do it alone, it's also, it, there's a whole nother level of it, mm. you know, because, because it's, it doesn't become so much about the sharing this incredible moment with someone. It becomes more about this, like, holy shit, what am I experiencing right now? Thing, yeah. You know, um, but for, for me, for me, it's really, really deep. You know, um, I feel it so much because there's so much work behind it, mm. uh, too, and 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 I dream about about it so much, and I live mm. for it, and like those moments where you turn up and you get to see the the Baltic in 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 its in its absolute at its absolute best you know mm. um looking like it could be ireland looking mm. like it could be but it's still got this baltic vibe to it you know that it, that's what i live for you know mm. um and yeah I've, I, ever since i kind of left the con- competition scene like of course i still want to always compete for my country mm. whenever that is now possible <laughs> But, well, we can uh, get to that one in a second. <laughs> but uh, uh, since I kind of left competing for my individual level, uh, mm. reasons, you know, um, I've I, I, this whole thing has led to me loving surfing so much more than I ever have. You know? mm. So it's they are really special moments, um, and kind of feel like it's what I'm supposed to be doing. You mm. know? That's why I think I I feel them so much. Have you ever felt loneliness out there? Oh my god, all the time. Yeah, like. And out there, but out there, I feel I feel fear and loneliness, mm. like on the regular basis. Um, 
and then loneliness I feel a lot when I'm like in these cabins I rent you know they're, mm. they're, in order to get as close as I can they're quite out there so they're like sometimes you know like a hundred crowns a night yeah. c- cabins that just like are just out there and and that that that's often when I can feel alone. Yeah. Like really lonely. I'm, I just like question like what am I doing? Like where where's my family? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like what are my friends doing? And why yeah. am I actually doing this? Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> like sure. what am I putting myself through? And then like you know, and then so yeah, it's it's so weird. But yeah, it is what's what the it answer is. to the question though? Like like when you because I because I can just like I'm trying to think to myself while I hear this like when was the last time I truly surfed alone? Mm. And I can't remember it. It's actually like I cannot remember the last time I surfed completely alone, isolated. You know what's interesting is, mm. is that I, I used to be really scared of surfing alone. Mm. That was like that was a really big fear of mine uh-huh. before. Um, so I th- I think also the excitement of of finding or potentially finding what's out there mm. kind of has has put pushed that out the way. You know. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question why all mm. of this is being done um, I think I'm doing it also to uh, look there's also there's the personal level you know the the adventure you know the 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 adventure the uh, fact that I see these amazing waves and these amazing moments and, and I get to to take you know be a part of it mm. but but I th- it's also because yeah, because there, Sweden is 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 one of the last frontiers that that, mm. that has this, because of its super complicated weather patterns, has mm. so much undiscovered coastline, mm. and and uh, all of it, and and hey, it's at home. Yeah. So like, I can all of a sudden be at home and and have that opportunity to and the honor to to do it, and uh, also I see it as like a duty mm. because I'm one of the only guys who's who's this is their job you know mm. so if people who who work proper nine to five day-to-day jobs they can't do this then then you know and i have the opportunity then i've got to take that opportunity yeah. you know uh as a as a as a you know well it could be a lot easier for you like i mean you don't have to do any of this stuff no you know like it's not like the um and we're going to speak about your sponsors a little bit later um because it's something i want to touch on with you but you're not obliged to, I'm assuming in your deals, to go and drive nine hours and get on a jet ski out to hell, who knows where, and then camp out on the edge of a rock. You know, like nobody's telling you to do that. You could have easily just been you and gone to Portugal and got some good shots done. And, you know, you could probably just do it a lot easier if you really wanted to. Yeah. Is that is that a fair estimation of your kind of situ- situation as a rider? Yeah, totally, Josh. Mm. Um yeah but but I think that's also like uh, I, I think that in itself just showed me anyway in this moment that mm. it's because I love it so much yeah you know um, yeah and and I just had this I've, I've always had this fascination with, with the Baltic you know since yeah. I was a kid okay it's just been like whoa it's been this like really sensitive thing for me mm. um, and and touching upon you know these slabs you know mm. uh uh, Al McKinnon, a mutual friend of yeah, ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Al if sh- he's listening. Shout out to Big Al. <laughs> you know, he, he, that guy's funny. He's, he's 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 one of my one of my. I still call him one of my best friends, and I cool. don't think I've seen him for f- six years, maybe. Yeah. 
So that's that's. It's a good of, sign. He really is one then. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. You know, we'll we'll always just pick it off wherever we left. Yeah. You know, pick it up wherever we left off. But um, uh, he 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 was a a major inspiration for me when it came to to slabs. Uh huh. Because. I've always loved barrels, you know, I lived for barrels before, but, you know, I'd never really been introduced to, like, a flat slab yeah. where the whole ocean just unloads itself yeah. and the drop just looks impossible. Yeah. And and you're going. Yeah. You know, I've never experienced that before. And, and and when he took me to certain places around the UK, you know, mm. for example, um, uh, he really showed me that what slabs were and, and the beauty of them and I got kind of fascinated yeah and and I st- and, and that started changing my perspective on what good surfing was because mm. I, st- I went from thinking that like airs and rail surf of course all of that is just this is equally mm. important but the the true heroes for me started becoming the guys who are making those drops and, yeah and who were really putting it all on the line on every mm. wave to to go and and therefore mad respect to bodyboarders like yeah, yourself sure, sure. you know and because because before the slab surfing thing started happening, you guys mm. were surfing slabs for ages, mm. you know. Mm. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Bodyboarders always been trying to prove themselves more than what they probably <laughs> need to, but that's our problem. To, that's we're trying to get a, a place where they can surf. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's <laughs> part of it as well. Absolutely. Yeah, that's certainly part of it. But I mean, one on this question of those types of um, those waves where the takeoff is quite intense, it is a different approach, and yeah, it's cool to recognise that. Um, what you're talking about I can relate to as well is that like there's a different mindset when you're trying to paddle into one of those waves and you've been to Hawaii as well and I think that's one of the places where I've seen it like when surfers stand-up surfers are like paddling over the edge of a wave at pipeline and (laughs) there's nothing like seeing that from the water to see just how crazy it is you know what Josh that that, that's where that's where actually all changed for me was pipeline. Yeah, right. Because I, I paddled out my first time ever on a 610, never been barreled on a 610. Mm. I'm, I'm in the channel and, and all I want to do is paddle as far away from pipe <laughs> as I possibly can. <laughs> I know the feeling. But I'm like somehow gravitating <laughs> yeah, towards it. it's a funny one. And I'm seeing these complete mad people mm. making these drops. Yeah. And, and as you said, like the, all of a sudden the, the penny dropped for me. That I was like, these are the heroes. Yeah. Like these are the heroes. Yeah. It's so intense, and so that um, that that shift in mindset to checking out these slabs. That's really has that meant that you've been um, when you've been doing your analysis and your research on where you're going to go and check out. Are you are you looking into things like depth of of the kind of of the rocks or like the surface? You know how shallow it is and stuff like that. Is that yeah. how you're analyzing places? Of course. Well, I mean. Um, the thing, the thing was, is that one one thing we don't have are, are big periods in in, yeah. in the Baltic, and one thing that slabs don't like are big periods. Mm. So mm. It, it kind of all clicked together for yeah, me. That, sure. that hold on, okay, we, yeah, we're gonna we have a lot of point breaks and we yeah. have a lot of these things, but we also have plenty of potential for slabs. And, yeah, and yeah, the Baltic is is violent but but deep, mm. you know, for being so small. Yeah. So. Uh, definitely depth plays a plays a huge huge role but but at the same time i'm I'm also learning that that depth yeah that makes a big difference but but also in, in the little shallower nooks there's still these yeah. these heavy slabs yeah, you know, right. that, that that maybe don't have the the canyon outside or the, yeah. the trench they have you know a lot 
a lot longer of a of a shelf before yeah. it, before it goes deep and and so I'm you know learning so much myself but but primarily yeah you'd mm. go for depth a, l a lot of the time you want it to be mm. deep close to the shore and mm. then with your um with your adventures I mean I'm assuming you've I, I'm sure everyone who's listening to this understands that you, you're not going to tell people where this kind of where where things are, but and you're not one to brag either. Um, but how how big is the potential? in now that you've done so much research, you could call it. You know, you've been out in the field looking for places and finding them and not finding them. How 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 many possible spots Ten years are of my there? Life. <laughs> yeah, how many possible spots are there realistically? What's your estimation of how many waves? There really are on, in in the Baltic. Uh, well, if you, if if you look at the whole Swedish coast, I mean, put it this way, um, even myself who who has this as his job, mm. who does this on pretty much every swell mm. that is possible or or worthy. Yeah. Uh, minus the obviously couple months a year where I'm not home. Yeah. I think it will take me many lifetimes. Yeah. Uh, I think I will only scratch the surface and set a foundation for what can be found. Yeah. And then everyone after me, it's just, just going to never end. Because it seems like I'm thinking there's literally thousands of spots. Like there's dude, literally that. Dude, like I, 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 when I started 10 years ago, really like, okay, I'm not going to go to this one spot. Mm. So I'd like choose a reef and I'd mm. go to this one reef. Yeah. But now I never go to one reef. I look at an area and I yeah. just go to an area uh -huh. because th there's so many reefs and, and you have to be flexible with yeah. plants yeah. because otherwise you're just going to be rigid and, and get stuck in one position. Yeah. And if, be disappointed more often. Yeah, and, 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 and the wave you're actually looking for, uh, you might have just not got the area wrong. You might have just that one reef uh, around the corner was the one, not yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And if you would just keep your hopes up and walk another, you know, 600 yards. Yeah. Okay, which can be a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, 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 that, that it might be there, mm. you know, uh, which, of, which makes the ski, obviously, the, the, yeah, that's a game changer. The Thor's hammer in the Yeah. Sea, you know? <laughs> um, it's Mjolnir. Is it's, it named Mjolnir? Or? Yeah, it is. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that's cool that's cool see I've learned a few things since yeah. living in Sweden there you go so totally tick totally. SFE plus a bit of Norse mythology yeah, totally. um, with um, with these slabs then do you often you're saying you pick out areas do you how often are you going back to the same places or are you generally finding places then kind of just moving on to the next adventure like do you go back often it's a mixture, you know, mm. like uh, because not every wave I find is is a Valhalla or a Glossa or, yeah. or, or one of these incredible waves. Yeah. You know, a lot of the waves I, f I find and uh, and I turn up to they, you know, look. I'm generally looking for tubing waves, yeah. so the majority of them do tube. Some of them, but I guess it's a question between like what's how doable some of them are, mm. how long the barrels are, yeah. how, what is the juice worth the squeeze yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah. But but look, if I'm fi if if I find a really good wave, yeah. I'm I'm going back as soon as I as soon as I can, and yeah. uh, and there are, there are waves that that I've gone to that just needed a little bit more of this or a little bit less of that, mm. and and that's that look like, I mean I've I've seen waves that 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 no shit rep represent Indo resemble Indo yeah uh, Indonesia in in, in in some ways you know like a left that that was 
kind of shoulder high and I surfed it and it was long, long, long and and just amazing. Yeah. Like really, really barreling and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and hollow and, and not like clamping or not yeah. like and not weird just Baltic water falling all over the place like yeah. a ruler edge and yeah, right. just need a little bit more of this for yeah. it to be that mind blowing session, sure. you know. Um but I'm fully aware that, that these places that places like that are once in a four year yeah. kind of deal or or is yeah at the, at certain points you struggle to remember oh they, hold on yeah there's that spot yeah like that's you know I mean and how but I'm moving a lot yeah and how do you um are you taking note of these spots like how do you kind of keep track of all the places you've been to do you have a system <laughs> uh, the logbook <laughs> <laughs> that's why I just said it openly so you could say no I've got no system but okay so you have a logbook you you kind of note things down and you yeah. remember. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of it. I, I mean, is is obvious enough for me to remember. Sure. But then you know, like uh, certain things, I do, I do, turn up. I mean, I take notes of everything, and I, yeah. I have a big map. Yeah. That I have pins on all the spots on all the spots. <laughs> Where, the where's the map in the in the house? <laughs> yeah, right. So you got a big map. Don't go to the left. Wing. <laughs> Stay yeah. away of the left. Freddie's yeah. Freddie's now locking a few doors. Um, no, but yeah, uh, yeah. No, I have I have a map where where I have like a, uh, you know, a bunch of I have everything kind of written down and certain potential, and it's cool to look back at it because it's now like ten years of work, you know. Yeah. Um, and to see how naive I have been and mm-hmm. how much time has been, maybe not been wasted, but you know how much time has been spent. Mm. I think um, the thing that comes to my mind now that I'm hearing this. Um, are there any explorers in your family? Is this like a? Is there some DNA that that leads to this? That, yeah, like did your great uncle go and like find India or anything like that? You know, like <laughs> are there any? Are there any? Is it in your history at all? Do you know? Is there? A, is there? A, a, uh, it's an funny explorer you ask that. there or it's, not? It's so funny you ask that because both my family sides have just done their ancestry. Aha, uh-huh, Okay, which is so cool and. Uh, which is amazing to see, and 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 my my father's side, there's like, there's there's two parts. There's one side which is very tragic, which is his his mother, uh, she ran away from, ran away from Austria uh-huh. because she was Jewish, uh-huh. and her whole family, and she's never mentioned it, was wiped out. Oh wow, heavy. So, not to pull the vibes down, but no, no. that's one but side that's of history, it. Yeah, that's history, yeah. Sure. That's history, and and then so, but then uh, his father's side, which was the more British side, goes dates back to. Uh, a family that founded the Knights Templar, <laughs> which is nothing to be, I guess, That's too proud heavy. of, <laughs> either. Uh, so, okay. Uh, and Crusaders the, then more than explorers. Yeah, but uh, I, and but then on my mother's side, um, mm. it, it it dates back to a Viking family. Okay. So I, I uh, uh, yeah, she she had my father's like a full mix of everything. Yeah. And she had just like ninety eight percent. Yeah. Like. Swedish and two percent Danish, or yeah, something right. like that. Well then, yeah. So I went all the way back there, um, but but I, I I don't know. I, I definitely relate to to mm. um, to to you know to that whole side of things. Well, it feels like you're quite um, proud of your exploration. Like yeah. it seems like there seems like a sense of duty to what you're doing. Like uh, as you said, you, you know, you're in this fortunate position to be able to be paid to go surfing and. Mm. And you you feel that exploring this area of the world is 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 a contribution of sorts. 
Is that how you're seeing it? <laughs> really well said. I've been looking for like a way to explain it for so many time uh, for for so long, but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, of course, one day I'm looking forward to seeing the Valhalla Invitational. Or, <laughs> yeah. You know, like cool. uh, yeah, you know, th- I'm I'm not keeping everything to myself because I don't want to share. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I to be honest, I want people to 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 maybe feel like there's somewhere around the corner for them yeah as well you know uh more well, i think you just said that perfectly like literally there is somewhere around the corner for them yeah f- yeah for everyone yeah exactly you know? like everyone has their little local spot yeah and, and and everyone um you know can 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 maybe walk another few hundred yards and, mm. and i think by me not telling anyone anything can uh, lead them to doing that more than if i would just put it on a plate because yeah of course that would give it make mm. them leave and probably go to these waves but at the same time these these places have such incredible energies mm. and and um and i think for the time being uh hey look if you look at if you look at the if you, if you find if you end up at these waves and you find them then you know mad respect yeah and, right and and you know i i love to share these ways with, mm. with everyone but mm. uh Right now, I'm I'm not going to serve them on a silver plate for just just yet. <laughs> but also, I mean, it seems like there's a lot of it. All it sounds like there's a lot of enjoyment you get from the sense of discovery, um, like the journey's part of the reward. Sure. Um, so sure. that sounds like that's an important part of all this. It's it feels like my purpose, you know. Yeah. It feels like an identity. That yeah. I, that I have for that, and that hasn't like it hasn't been something that okay, no, I'm now I'm going to make make myself this into this. It was like. Mm. All of a sudden, I, I just decided I've had this dream since I was twenty and started doing mm. on a, like an amateur level, you know, because mm. I was competing so much. Yeah, yeah. And then I was twenty six, and I was like, "Hey, look, this is a dream. I got to do it." And a lot of people thought it might have been negative to to my career mm. in a sense that you're a pro surfer, you have to compete, mm. you have to do the QS, etc. Sweden has to stay in the in the in the tour life, yeah. you know, la da da da. But I don't know. I just felt this huge pull towards towards following that dream to go out and, and do that, and which led. I look. I at, when I started, I didn't even think that any of these way that I would find surf that would even come close to yeah. anything that I found. I thought totally. that maybe maybe I'd I'd get a glassy wave here and there, but I never thought I'd I'd have two wave hold downs and <laughs> get five second barrels and yeah, and you know two wave hold down. I mean, the periods like can be quite short, but I mean. Yeah. In this icy cold water, I mean, that's got to hurt. Yeah. Uh, the second time I saw Valhalla, yeah, the time right. I documented yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that film, uh, I had a two-way hold on. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. It was so weird because I like, yeah, I didn't even, I just smiled. <laughs> it was so weird, Josh. I was like smiling as it was yeah, happening right. because I was like, because first of all, when I saw the wave, it, you know, I, I didn't even know what to, what to you know what to do yeah. I, I, yeah I freaked out and then I was out there and I was just like okay this is it I'm ready to, to offer, offer everything right now yeah like, everything's on the line I do not care yeah like this is it you know and and then yeah lo and behold <laughs> I'm on the bottom <laughs> so two waves Incri- so you're pinned on the bottom I'm, for pin- these two. I'm, I'm pinned on the bottom for I wipe out uh trying to doggy door a wave yeah um which I should have now seeing the footage I should have yeah. just just Gunned kept it. going, going yeah. through it and I would have made it but sure. it just this huge end bowl started coming at me and I was yeah. like already been in this barrel for a long time and yeah. I was like, 
ah, just instinct, yeah. just get out. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and and the lip kind of landed behind me and, and flipped me. Yeah, I remember wow. flying in the air. Wow. Anyway, I came up and and the and and it was all good. Like that wipeout wasn't too bad. And I yeah. came up and I just looked at this next at the next one and it was yeah. like. I don't know. Did you ever see the film? Bonhoeffer? I've seen bits of it. Yeah, I think I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you ever? Did you ever see the 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 wave I paddle over? That looks just mutant. I think I remember that. Yeah. Um, well, it was one of those waves that I got yeah. on my head. Okay. And and I just remember looking at it, and it, like the sun was right behind, and I was just like, <laughs> everything was lime green, but it was just five men thick, and I was just like, oh god. But but at the same time, it was it was one of the most beautiful moments of of my life but I wasn't on the bottom for 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 two waves that yeah. that pushed me down to the bottom I was like having a struggling coming up because yeah. the bottom's so slimy yeah, you know yeah, Swedish yeah, rocks yeah, are yeah. and uh and by the time I was like let up I started coming up and then I I had my hand through the surface and I heard the boom and yeah very short periods like I was just coming yeah, up exactly I got rolled shit but it, it wasn't that bad I mean the, the second roll was like yeah, it was. It was fine. I had a few. I saw stars a little bit and stuff. But, but it's a. Cool it's a, It's hard when you. Do you think you were very close to drowning? No. 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 Because this. Um, I don't know. So what the hell yeah, were you smiling so. about then? Like, was it like? Because to me, I was trying to figure out like, why is this guy smiling? This sounds rather stressful. Um, because I know, like, because I fr- used to free dive quite a lot, and I know there's been moments where I've come really close to drowning, like, or or passing out because. I was too deep for too long and then I'm coming back totally. up and I can see the surface and I'm, but then there's this moment that I've had, Meditative yeah, where I've relaxed right at the end yeah. and I feel like that's like, oh, this is the danger zone. Mm-hmm. And then I've popped up and taken a lung full of air and like, oh, that was close. So if it wasn't that you were close to drowning and just kind of relaxing into it, is it, was it kind of like that it was a moment of validation that there are some pretty badass waves in Sweden? Exactly. Yeah. It, it was more, it was more joy. Yeah. It was like, it was my first ever to ever hold down. Yeah, yeah. And it was just a joy to experience it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm doing this in Sweden. Yeah, yes. but that's what it was like. Yeah. Hey, this is my water yeah. doing this to me. And sure. I'd, ne- I'd never been scared at home before. Yeah. And I was terrified. <laughs> and it was like, it was so epic. You know? I'm terrified right now. Yeah. I'll smile. But it kind yeah, of, like, cool. I, I couldn't help it. It was so, it was such mixed emotions. It's so good. <laughs> it was a mixed, it's so good. It was a mixed emotions. Uh, that's a funny story. That's a really funny story. <laughs> all right, all right. So we um, we wanted to get back to this podcast after <laughs> we've just had technical difficulties uh, recording this bit, but um, I've taken a few deep breaths and Freddie's really helped me through this now to <laughs> gain my composure again to record. But um, back last year, we, we kind of stopped the podcast um, and there were a few questions remaining that I wanted to ask, <clears throat> basic, mostly concerned with, um, with, with your, um, your focus on non-traditional brands when it came to your sponsorships. Um, and what we wanted to talk about back then um, was this question, but you had some big news coming and we didn't get to really touch on it because we wanted to wait for this big news to land. So what is the big news? <laughs> we can talk about it now. So, <laughs> but Thanks, Josh. No yeah. worries. And nice to be here in, in your... Yeah, we're back in Lund. We're back in, in Lund. In, That's in this right. epic, epic kind of cafe. This is your spot, huh? Yeah, it's my spot. Little Cafe Araman. Nice. Surrounded by pictures of uh, old men from the sea which crying is kind of funny crying children as well on your side it's, a, it's an interesting place yeah it's, it's emotional <laughs> <laughs> I'm with the crying children right now <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make it through it yeah we'll make it through um, 
well, yeah, good, good to be back and being able to, yeah, tell you about, about mm. what, everything that's happened. So, yeah, I just, I just signed with, with Breitling, my, um, one of my favorite watch brands. And, and uh, to be honest, a brand I yeah, never really even, mm. I mean, I, I dreamt of it, but mm. I could barely hope that I would represent. It's kind of the same story with all these brands. Yeah, all my brands, yeah, all yeah. Brands and we'll touch on those because like this big Breitling watch is staring me in the face. And, and I mean, one of the interesting things about this. I'm stronger on my left arm now. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to really be pretty strong. <laughs> um, but this, these non-traditional brands in surfing, it's an interesting case. Like, so how does this type of arrangement come um, your way? Breitling watches and Freddie Meadows. Okay, well, what was what was interesting about Breitling is, is with my with all the other brands, I've I actually have approached them, uh-huh. and um, you know, uh, kind of on my own without a manager. I, yeah. I like to create a, a relationship with. Mm. So I sat myself down and 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 you know the five years ago and decided, okay, who do I want to ride for? Mm. And so there was you know, but with 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 Breitling, it. it, it came to me, uh, the, the guy from Sweden, Fredrik, he got in touch with me in November. Mm. We had a really fun lunch and spoke about everything from watches and what we can do to just actually quite quite deep stuff. So, yeah, no. you know, we had a really, really good meeting and, and really felt there and there that we're of the same kind. Okay. And, um, and then from there on, uh, I kind of pitched an, an idea that I'd like to do and, mm. and Nico from Switzerland, he maybe liked the idea and, and we also had him, he came over to Stockholm, I we met them in Stockholm, we had a, another meeting and mm-hmm. and once again, same 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 kind of, of, of vibe, you know, and, and it's funny, all of these partnerships have started in that way with mm. with just a really good vibe from, from the mm. get-go, you know. Um, yeah. It, it really shows what the, like first impressions really show what, what the partnership will be like. And, yeah. And yeah, and yesterday I signed with them. Yeah. <laughs> I, we had a, a, another another lunch in yeah. Stockholm and, and signed and it was, uh, I'm really, really honored yeah. and proud. I mean, and it puts you into an interesting um, league of surfers. I mean, I, I guess you probably have to pinch yourself, but you know, like totally. Breitling, um, they, they currently, have, you know, Slater is doing some work with them or one of their ambassadors. Steph Gilmore is one of their ambassadors and I think Sally Fitzgibbon, you were saying. Exactly. I mean, it must be a pretty crazy feeling to be in that group of surfers. It's it's unreal, man. Mm. Um, um, as I said, I, I can't I, I can't say it enough, and it may just sound like some sort of marketing ploy, or yeah, yeah, yeah. or but that's the beauty of being able to that you ride for your favorite brands. Is yeah. that it's just straight up true. I'm so mm. on it. Like mm. it's you know I'm sitting here and beyond humbled and excited. I'm so motivated. Mm. Like when when you get a, a you know support from from a brand like. Well, like all of these brands, mm. you, you, it gives you su- such a uh, feeling of substance and, and mm. motivation to to create and 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 you know create all these dreams you've had and ideas mm. you've had. But at the same time, you know, it's it's like the belief they put in you. You want to help them yeah. because there's such there's such a, they yeah. gi- they give you this thing that so maybe maybe so many times before you'd been denied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 every time you've been denied, you'd have to get pick yourself back up. Yeah. And then when when you know these great people have have put their belief in me. It's mm. it's, it's 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 an amazing feeling. I, I am pitching pitching myself. Yeah, day. and I think it's like it's super interesting because yeah, what I wanted to pick up on as well as like, the, and we spoke about this in the first recording of this. It didn't work, but like your motivation with uh, like looking at these non-traditional brands has been 
Basically, because they're the ones. If you had your choice, you would choose them. Exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's an interesting been my rule. concept. Yeah, and so what? Um, let's go through the list because I think it's an interesting list. So, so who are you writing for or an ambassador for right now? And let, let's go through them and maybe talk about how that. Um, why these brands? Because it's your choice. Totally. Um, so uh, obviously Breitling. Yep. And and that's been my most recent. Yep. Um, and we, we, we obviously just went went through that story, but uh, but yeah, the, that that was where they approached me, and then um, I have Oatly. Yeah. Uh, and Oatly is a really interesting story, also because uh, I, I've never felt like the will or desire or even tempted to, to ride for uh, maybe an energy drink brand because I don't feel it's very positive. Exactly, and it's so remarkable how many surfers ride for these energy drink brands. And, and they close it blows their, my mind. Yeah, and they, and they close, they like, they, 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 what's the word? They close their eyes to yeah. it. They, you know, they, it's very well documented that they're not that good for you. No, uh, you know, and, and, <laughs> and I think, you know, they're probably not even recommended to be drunk by their ambassadors. Yeah, exactly. You know? uh, so, so for me, that was obviously rule, rule number, you know, one, one, one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so with, with Oatly, it was, you know, I, I, I would drink, I don't drink cow milk. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't done since I was six years old. Yeah, right. Or something. Um, and, and so I was, I was always drinking the Oatly, Oatly stuff. And, and this was kind of before their, their real, real explosion. And, yeah. And so I ended up getting a meeting with their marketing chief and mm. sitting down in a restaurant in Stockholm. And once again, having amazing vibes. And I think they, they, they know how it feels to be an underdog. Mm. So they, I think they saw that in me too, that I'm, I'm an underdog in this situation, yeah. and, and um, I th yeah, once again, uh, so grateful for that belief that I, I got from. Yeah, and they're from Skåne as well, right? And they're from Skåne. They're from here in Lund. They're home. Here in Lund. Yeah. And uh, I've been with them now for four years. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, it's they've, crazy. they've backed me since day one, so very grateful for that. Super cool, and also the sponsor of this podcast at the moment, too, so a big <laughs> shout out to them for that. Yeah. Um, so what's the rest of it? Because what, what, let's, let's keep on going through the brand names, because... Um, but I want to talk about Yee Lindebay first because that's probably the more interesting one that is kind of close to what a surfer would usually be sponsored for. So like, you know, typical, clothing. you know, traditional clothing brands and surfing, they, they exist. Um, but but how, does it, how do you end up riding for a brand like that instead of like getting a Billabong or a Quicksilver or whoever you could choose from in the surfing world? Sure. Um, well, with, with, uh, with Lindebay, I... I I've always wanted to write write for them, you know. Yeah, I've, right. I've always really appreciated their clothes. I mean, my father, he's he's. We've been brought up with with fabric, you know, and, yeah, and, okay. and with with textile. He's he's a fashion designer himself. Yeah, cool. He, so we've kind of always been brought up with that. So uh, plus, he liked them, uh -huh. and so that also made, made kind of gave me reassurance that it's a good thing to like, yeah, you know, because cool. I like I obviously already like them. Yeah, and, uh, right. And I really like their suits. Yeah, okay. Uh, funnily enough, of all things. Um, and so I, I kind of decided, you know, when I cleaned my slate five years ago, that yeah. that this is a brand I really want to ride for. And and uh, I tried for a couple of years unsuccessfully, yeah. and then finally pulled it off last year. That's interesting. So a couple of years of, of trying to show them, like, like what was what was the kind of the breaking point? What was the? It sounds like you were just harassing them until they said yes. We want to say it <laughs> that way. But what was the moment where they kind of looked at you and surfing and went, yeah, sure, let's do this. What, what was the difference maker? I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. I mean, I wasn't the kind of guy writing them an email every week. Yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I tried maybe once a year. Yeah, cool. You know, or, or something like that, reminding them that. But many people would give up. 
Yeah, of course. But I think, you know, since the day I decided to follow this pursuit of professional surfing, yeah. if I would have given up every time yeah. it didn't go well, I would have given up after freaking day, day yeah, three, yeah, you know. Sure. Um, so I, one thing I definitely learned is not to give up. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I just kept kept on reminding them and, and had, once again, a really good relationship with the, yeah. with the head guy. We, we would, I'd go over and we would decide to have a meeting and we'd just sit for hours and just talk about his son skiing and yeah. my surf adventures and how fun surfing is and yeah. and then we're like oh we are supposed to talk about oh but we'll do that next time yeah. you know and then you know but uh, and, but I also I also think that I didn't maybe have what have enough to offer then you know which okay. is which is fair enough yeah. uh, I totally respect that um, I, I I hadn't I mean I had all these dreams and, and ambitions and and qualities and obviously mm. flaws and all these things but but I hadn't um, like maybe I hadn't proven myself yet yeah okay and I think via a few different projects that I'd done and 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 the coming of, 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 of the coming of, of, of age of cold water surfing at the same yeah. time I think it, it really uh, yeah they, they finally yeah accepted my proposals it's interesting to recognize um, I mean a lot of people rarely admit that they didn't have enough to offer at one point in time. It's mm. usually like it's easy for everyone to kind of blame someone else for sure. the problem or the reasoning, but you recognise that you know. Yeah, I, I, but, it you was know, you, not them. Totally. <laughs> you know, I'll keep calling you. Don't call me. <laughs> um, but, well, you know, but I think it's also. I've never been the kind of guy that would go to get a. Uh, you know, go, go and, and get a cor do a course in something and then go do it. Mm. If I would, let's say, want to be a photographer, I wouldn't yeah. go and do photo school and then go, I'd just go straight in and yeah, just try yeah, to yeah. shoot, you know? Sure. So uh, with me, I took every failure and miss as a way to learn and yeah. to, to like, okay, what didn't I have? What yeah. what could I offer more? And But then very very much so, still sticking to that, 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 that red line through everything, which is, Follow your heart and continue doing what you love. Mm. Like continue doing what you love and do it for the reason, the right reasons, the whole time because it will happen. Yeah, you know, and and that's kind of been my my red line through my whole surfing mm. career. It's just been like, whenever it will get tough, just keep surfing. Yeah, just keep surfing. Mm. <laughs> like keep and keep keep doing it for the right reasons. Don't yeah. don't let the 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 so many different distractions take you away from yeah from uh, from the true essence of what you're doing. Mm. And I mean, one of the other sponsors, I guess we can pick up on that um, question in terms of the true essence of what you're doing is you drive a long distance, you yeah. drive long distances. One of my most vital sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> and which one's that? That's uh, blessed, blessed as it is, BMW. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so with BMW, and that was also, a, 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 my motivations for approaching them were yeah. that, um, my mother always loved BMWs when we uh -huh. were younger. She would always point them out, and, yeah. and, um, and and she therefore you know saved up and bought one once. Uh -huh. So that okay. was like a big deal for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I found Valhalla in a BMW. Okay. And so for me it was like, okay, well those two, th I don't need this more. This is it. Yeah, and and um, and I sent them in. Uh, it's funny, like a lot of these these partnerships have been created via me being in a place, whether it be you know at home somewhere in Sweden or <laughs> you know in Hawaii alone or in Costa Rica alone and just sitting and like having just a creative run of a week where I'm just like uh -huh. in a flow state uh -huh. where I'm just like I have this idea and I just when I'm not surfing or eating or sleeping I'm just sitting and, and, and you know 
kind of blueprinting my idea. Uh-huh. And every time I've gone into one of those states and, and, and created you know, an idea or presentation and sent it on, it's usually worked out. Interesting. So, and, and that was, uh, BMW was a result of that. You know, uh-huh. I, I was in Costa Rica and I was like, so desperate to, for this to work, you know, and yeah. and to, and I had such like ideas for for how how the car is such a vital part of life, yeah. you know, not just like it's a good looking car with hmm. you know six hundred horsepower or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. it's more like just this kind of I felt like a partnership with the car that I was driving, so I kind of wanted to portray that, and hmm. yeah, so ended up uh, having a meeting with with with, with them four years ago as well, yeah. you know. You know uh, it's, it's, yeah, amazing to, to be able to still be there. Mm. No, that's really cool. It's interesting. With a wonderful relationship. That's interesting, this flow state yeah. idea, though. Like, so you're saying that, like, you, you just basically, with, with many of these partnerships, how they've, when the pitch has been developed, has been when you've just kind of had an inspiration moment and an idea, you know, ideas are, like, flooding through your brain and you just get them out onto the document and you just work and, like, is this, like... Are you talking like a weekend of work, like, or is it more like? It can be anything from like a, a month of, of here and there. Yeah. But getting into that, being being able to tap in, just like yeah. reading, a, reading a book, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you just, you know, you, you put it down for a while, but then you go back and you're straight into yeah, you're it. In it. Um, yeah. And also in, in a lot of athletic areas, you know, like when you have that amazing session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that one wave where you mm. like you were just completely in the spot, you yeah. know, uh, in your mind and in the body and in, in the wave and. Mm. Um, but then other times it's been like two two nights without sleeping, just sitting yeah, just for blasting. forty-eight hours and yeah. just like have so much energy from the vision yeah. that you just put it down and, and it's cool. And but the important thing is 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 because when you are quite when you are you know uh, a product of your creativity or whatever, mm. you you got to make sure you do these things too. Yeah. Not, not that you just create them, put them in, and then totally. You know, it's um, easy to sit around and dream. Exactly, and yeah. write them down, and yeah. you know. The yeah. doing bits kind of like it's, that's, that's the whole, real work. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and I, I'm more of the kind of guy that I instead of doing twenty films a year or yeah or you know posting regularly on on social media, I'd rather do like you know two or three bigger things a year. Yeah. And uh, so those are more the projects that I. Yeah, that's cool. So who else is on the list of the Freddy? Who's Team Freddy? So it's it's Breitling, Oatly, Yilindaberg, BMW. Yeah. Um, and then I write for. Uh, the, for me, the best surf shop in, in Scandinavia, surfers. There we go. Barbe. Yeah. Um, Marcus there, he's he's just such a generous man. He, mm-hmm. He's helped 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 me with so many amazing boards and yeah. the equipment when you need it. And impressive shop too. So impressive. Yeah. Like there's not like many away. shops like that. I didn't. Be, I couldn't believe I was in Sweden when I walked inside. Exactly. It's really <laughs> it's impressive. Nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, and he's also the kind of guy that that out of nowhere like will, will always help you out like yeah, wherever right. he is in the world he'll just kind of make it happen ah, that's great that's great so with them and um, I ride for Sufa Ketamine yeah uh, which is a Swedish surf camp with a twist on it yeah it's um, just two lovely guys that have created their dream and, and travel the world teaching people to surf sweet um, and are they, where do they do their trips is it in Portugal I want to say but am I wrong no they actually don't do Portugal they're, they they're, don't uh, okay, there you go that's another one Galicia <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another one that's another one uh, they're Galicia yeah uh, Biarritz okay uh, Costa Rica Ooh, nice. Sri Lanka sweet um, and they do kind of sporadic trips to California. Okay. They organize. Nice. Yeah, really lovely guys. Have you been on there? Do you ever turn up to their trips? Is that kind yeah, of what sure. you do? And 
Well, you know, the, the, with Surf Academy, it's like we've we've been friends for twelve years or eleven years. Yeah. Uh, family. Yeah. Even so, uh, we don't really have any any demands on each other. Really, it's yeah. we just kind of are represent. And yeah. You know. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and then uh, Greenpeace. Greenpeace and Greenpeace for me is obviously a huge heart project. And yeah, sure. It's got no no personal benefit or gain in that whatsoever, yeah. apart from the honor of working with a brand or an organization like, yeah, like yeah, Greenpeace. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just you know, it's hard it's hard to 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 make it all make make everything happen and at the same time give everything back that you want to do and yeah and and but slowly but surely slowly and surely making that happen. It's impressive. I find it really impressive to hear how you've done it. Um, I think it's like super interesting. And um, we were talking a little bit before about how, um, you know, a part of your work is kind of breaking the ice for the, you know, the future generations to kind of become, you know, to have the opportunity to be professional surfers and figure out their way forward in in Scandinavia. Um, What's your singular piece of advice for the young Swedish surfer who has dreams, who's getting pretty good at it and, and is thinking, you know what, maybe maybe I can do this and, and become like Freddie or some of the other guys from Scandinavia. What's your singular piece of advice for that person? Um, I don't think there's any singular piece. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple of things that really just came to my mind and, yeah. and one of them is, is to, is to really like get good enough first yeah you know don't um, because that would always at the end of the day uh, determine yeah your your situation and your position especially yeah. if you're in a uh, in a situation like or if, if you're playing sports or you know yeah. musician or photographer all these yeah. things you know you you have to be as good as 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 you need to be yeah so that's obviously advice number one and and, and that unfortunately will not happen by sitting in the Baltic no. That, that would happen via putting in the hours, leaving, staying away from family, putting in those times. Yeah. Um, however, with that being said, uh, the 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 true, it's the it's how can I say this? It's it's really gone my way yeah. as soon as I moved home. That's interesting. Um, but like you'd gone and done the long time. But I'd gone and I'd done Hawaii. Yeah. I'd done all the the you know the hundred QS competitions. Yeah. I'd lost a whole bunch, I'd won a few times. Yeah. Uh, but I, I basically went and spent 10 years with the Lions, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it gave me a certain confidence and, and I think level that, that mm. ma- makes you be able to, to then come home and, and apply yeah. to, this was my dream, and my, of, this adventure was my dream, which is to, yeah. to come home and find waves and, yeah. and whatever your dream is, yeah. apply it to it. It doesn't mm. mean you don't have to leave. You don't have to like live in Bali or live in Portugal and, and do it. You can live at home, but just you got to have your dream and your your direction. Yeah. But I think the main thing is is to you know is to is to go out and, and put in those hours to get that level, mm. and then apply it to your dream and and, st- and stick to it. Mm. And um and and then when you are at home to go when you're going surfing, mm. just go like. Mm. There's so many times where you turn up at the beach and you're like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like I, I, I yeah I shouldn't do this. But then yeah. the, every time you you push yourself over that limit and you actually just go out, even if it's terrible, yeah. especially if it's terrible, yeah, yeah. Uh, those I think have been the moments for me when that I, that have really con- put you know 
done it. Yeah, it really yeah. take, pushed me that bit further, further in, both within skill, mentality, yeah. everything. You know, uh, totally. It's it's kind of I, I put up an Instagram post a few months ago, and it was like, it's 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 not the morning session or the evening session; it's the midday session. Yeah, you know where there's no one watching. Yeah, it's you know onshore it's onshore and 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 it's terrible and it's like the only reason you're out there is because you how much you want it yeah and the 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 the, your energy level in that session will will you know be a product of how much you want it yeah sure so i i feel like if you can just kind of every time you you get in a situation where you don't want it you just got to get out there and yeah and see it as you're paying your dues Mm. it's like every failed mission when you drive a hundred thousand miles it's, it's, it's crazy yeah yeah but good that, advice I think good that, advice that's what I can I can say good advice it's complicated advice but it's as bad as clear no, as no, I can no, make I think it. it I think it makes sense I think it's like it, it, it's about like obviously first of all you got to develop your surfing there's no there's no career if you can't compete with the best or, or deliver you know um, the performance like you need to deliver so um so really interesting, but then yeah, that, and also that, that, yeah. that like also gives you like some sort of a foundation of what hard work is in a certain sure. another level, and, and what like yeah. Sorry, I, I interrupted you. No, 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 no. It's your it's your podcast, dude. It's um, it's it's yeah, but it's really interesting. But coming down to that kind of um, that career development part of what you said was about how you know you did the hundred QSs, and you know competition is is one of the other things I wanted to touch on in this um in this podcast which we didn't get to touch on when we met last year and I mean you you have been competitive in your career um doing 100 QSs is definitely a signifier of that um but more recently there has been a bit of drama around your relationship with competition you know do you want to touch on that and maybe give a bit of a you know, just a bit of a an overview of the situation for you, for you and competing for Sweden and things like that. Like, what's been happening? Sure. Um, I love competing. Mm. I really do. Um, me me leaving the pro tour or whatever it wasn't. I mean, it was just to do with with having a stronger pull to to another side of, of yeah. surfing. Um, just following following my heart, you know. But yeah, when it comes to competition. I still feel like it still burns within me. Yeah, you know, sure. um, I, I still put myself in situations, you know, just being in a free surf where you get super competitive. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like, oh, it's, it's still there. Just, yeah. I just got to just open the hatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the jersey um, on, let's get him on. Yeah, mm. you don't even need to put the jersey on, you yeah. know. Like, um, and, I, you know, I, I definitely channel a certain amount of com- com- competitiveness in what I do, I guess. Yeah. However, Recently, I, I, I mean, I had a really, really good competition in uh, France two years ago f- yeah. for Sweden. We had a really great team. Mm. The vibe was uh, the vibe was on top, and it was definitely like our record result. And, yeah. um, and you know, as someone who's been competing for Sweden for 15 years, that was the that was the best level I've seen on our team, yeah. and and also the best, um, yeah, kind of vibe yeah. and, and attitude that we had as a team. We weren't there to. To make the numbers, we were there yeah. to make an impact. Yeah, cool. Um, but uh, and and then yeah, touching on that drama of of not not really being allowed to compete for my country anymore. Mm. Um, that came from yeah. To be honest, I'm still baffled about it, yeah. Josh. Um, I still don't really have. I still haven't received a clear answer or a reason for why I'm not there. Yeah, I heard once from. One of them that it was to do with, I wasn't a member of the SSA, which I became straight away within five minutes and then didn't change anything. Um, 
So up until kind of June last year, I was in the team. Yeah. And then suddenly I wasn't. Yeah, right. Uh, and as I said, like, I still to this day don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go into too much detail. Yeah. Uh, but what I will say is that the team selection, the way it went down was very wrong. And in any other sport or any other country uh, within surfing, uh, but if this would happen to the football team, uh, you know, the, the head guy would not have had his job anymore. Yeah. Um, whereas within surfing in Sweden, yeah, wasn't okay. the case. But they, they, did a, they, did, they did a really bad job with, with the way they organized that. And I don't, I don't want to talk bad about people who aren't here to defend themselves. Yeah, but sure. um, but, I, but I, I, the truth is, is that. And mm. yeah, it's very sad because I really, you know, I think about it all the time whenever I'm surfing. I, you know, and I have one of those free surfing sessions where you just kind of, you're still trying to surf a heat sometimes. Yeah. And you think about it a lot and you're like, well, I have so much to give right now. I mm. feel like I have so much to give to my country and yeah. to, you know, and, and you've kind of waited your whole career and, mm. and put in so much money, time and energy into Swedish surfing and on the competitive side of things. And, and now for it to be at this point where we need our, our best the most mm. to see how, how they're kind of doing things yeah it, it, it saddens me a lot and I think it saddens a lot of other people but you know with every situation that you get in and you feel all these you know natural human vibes mm. or in, in, impulsive in, you know or instincts or emotions I try to step outside of that and yeah and you know look at just how what an amazing life I have yeah sure and and I'm how blessed I am to be able to do all these things and mm. And what, what what my followers want to see, they want to yeah. see the Baltic going yeah. fucking ballistic, yeah, and, yeah. and and that's what I want to show them. Yeah. And and for me, it's like you know, any situation of negativity, you know, how you win on that. Yeah. With love. Yeah. And you just shine on it. Yeah. And that's all I, I think about doing with with this is that I don't I don't wish anything bad upon anyone. Yeah. And just just giving me more motivation and energy to go even harder and bigger in every sense of my career. So. Thank you for that, guys. <laughs> well, I mean, to wrap up then, like I think it's um, a very diplomatic way of uh, addressing the touchy subject. But um, so then the future for you, you know, the coming few months or this year, we can say, what does is, what is 2019 look like for you now moving forward? Obviously, there is this, if the circumstances were better, you, I'm sure by the sounds of things, you would very happily represent your country in, a, in the top level of competitions. Fly back from, from the moon. Exactly right. So that's a no-brainer. So if, 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 if conditions improve, then, then maybe we do see Freddie representing. But what, um, what does the year ahead look like for you? What can people expect to see? Oh, Josh, man, I'm so excited mm -hmm. and motivated. And, you know, I feel like, feel like these next three years are probably going to be the best ever, you know. Sick. Um, I have multiple film projects coming up. Um, both private ones or, or personal ones that I've created with my yeah. friends who are amazing at what they do, but also other ones that I'm doing with my partners. Mm. Um, I've just kind of been, you know, a, a, a lot of the past year, I've, I've just been going to different sessions and different yeah. locations and collecting footage. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard here, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's a short notice, uh, a lot of the time, Look, putting basically to put it this way, a lot of the best sessions are just not recorded, unfortunately, or yeah. documented. And I guess that's just surfing law. Mm. You know that your best wave's never there, yeah, or sure. or you get the best wave after the heat, you or you know, or no one's watching, <laughs> or 
but you know, the best sessions, unfortunately, they've been too last minute for anyone to join. Yeah, so, sure. but I've been doing my best to, to document and to kind of show, to come up with a few different pieces in the next couple of years, or, cool. or at least this year, um, showing a bit more of what I do in depth. You know, mm -hmm. not just uh, not just being this weird guy <laughs> traveling around. Uh, just drives a lot and like stands in, a, in, yeah. in like this one weird barrel that we're even, I'm not sure if it's even a barrel or not. No, but I want to show the variety of waves we have. Yeah. You know, and the variety of waves that I've personally found. Yeah. And, and uh, just the, what it takes to be a Scandinavian surfer, you know, uh, on a com committed level that, you know, when, when you don't have a day job where this yeah. is your job, like, yeah. what it takes to do that, you mm. know. For one moment you're in Sweden, next moment you you're in Norway, next yeah. moment you're in Scotland, and then yeah. the next moment you're back in Sweden, and then yeah. you know. Fun sounds like an adventure. So yeah, it, just got to put it together in the right way yeah, so that yeah, yeah. It, you know I can show everyone. And uh, yeah, so so grateful for the support from guys like you and oh, you have uh, it, you Matt have and it. Nordic Surfers Mag. I, I think I think yeah, and I, and I think like um you know for me it's particularly fun because like the the most fun I have as an Aussie living here is um. Like, like going to your Instagram account or also like Tim Latte's or whatever and like showing guys like that's Sweden and like guys just can't believe it. Totally. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, well we're in a, we're in a place right now where, where you know, I mean five years ago you, one definitely didn't think there'd be slabbing waves here. Nah, nah. And so we're in exciting times yeah. um, for, for our coastline and uh, it's almost interesting, like I'm almost noticing now that like barreling waves in the body is becoming the norm. Like it is. Yeah. People are just like, oh yeah, of course. Of course there's barrel. Of course there's barrel. Yeah, <laughs> sick waves in the Baltic. You know, it's like, you know, it's 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 cool. It's we're we're in a, we're in a golden time right now as, yeah. as surfers in, in you know we have amazing weather yeah. uh, charts to yeah. and sites to look at. Yeah, you got a chance to actually figure it out and get to it. And we've got amazing equipment. Mm. You know, back in the day it was those double wetsuits and all yeah. that. So yeah. Crazy. Well, thank you for joining for this second part of the podcast. Thanks, I'm glad man. we could wrap up on a few of these um, these questions that I had. And, and congrats on the, the Brightling sponsorship. That's a really um, big leap um, and just a really impressive thing to achieve. Thank and you so um, much, I look forward to having another chat later and right. touching on some of your adventures and seeing where did Freddie actually go in 2019. Totally. Thank you, Josh. And uh, yeah. About to start writing the next part of the the article. Yes, that's right. That's right. Mag, got that's a whole right. bunch of, of new images. And Stay photos. tuned for that one in the next print mag for sure. Yeah. There you have it. Another episode of the Nordic Surfers Magazine Conversations podcast. This one, a very special one, which kicks off our food campaign featuring Freddie Meadows, and that was uh, proudly supported by Oatly. So a huge thank you to Oatly for their support of uh, Nordic Surfers Mag and the podcast. Check them out if you um, need to put something good into your coffee next time you're uh, having a drink. So huge thanks to Oatly for their support. Just a reminder, everyone out there, um, old issues of the magazine, you can still purchase those online in our web shop. We're uh, more than happy for you to collect the whole set. Um, there's a bunch of other podcasts as well that we've released, um, some including Tom Carroll, Dan Malloy, Belinda Bags, uh, and a host of other characters. So you can tune into those and uh, listen to the, the whole set there too. Um, if you haven't reviewed us already on, on iTunes, we really love and appreciate that. So feel free to write something nice if you're so inclined. Um, 
Huge thanks to Freddie and kicking off our food campaign. Stay tuned for much, much more. That's all for now.